Hello, I'm Speak Up Dana, your host for the Hilariously Unemployed podcast. These podcasts actually originate as LinkedIn audio events. It was very important to me that I have these events on LinkedIn because my ultimate goal is to get someone interviewed or hired through this podcast and the events. I think it's so hugely important that we're using a social media platform dedicated to professionals and career. If you'd ever like to join us for a live recording, of the Hilariously Unemployed, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, Dana Duckworth, and you too can ask questions of myself and my guests like you hear me reference in the episodes when I say I'm bringing somebody to this stage. All right, y'all, it's time for the show. Please enjoy the Hilariously Unemployed. Hello and happy Friday. I am your host and still your favorite opportunity seeker, Speak Up Dana. I'm excited that you all have taken time out of another Friday to come and kick it with me on the Hilariously Unemployed Audio Adventure Turn Podcast. That's right, y'all. These segments, these events are now a podcast. I thought it was so important that I keep this content on LinkedIn because this is the land of opportunities. And I wanted people who were seeking opportunities to be found here on LinkedIn, But I found that the conversations we were having were so impactful that I needed others to be able to gain from that information as well. So I've been recording them and now they're available to you as podcasts on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, YouTube, and Stitcher, you name it, we are there. So please follow us, like, comment, and subscribe. I'm saying us, but it's me, but it's we, okay? So make sure that you follow us, you share our content. Specifically, if you know someone who is hilariously unemployed, give it to them because they may be seeking some of that information or it may help them along their way. Just to remind you all of the purpose of why it is that I am here, The purpose of this audio event is to support other opportunity seekers like myself, including those dealing with the impacts of layoffs, employment gaps, termination, and those looking for their next role. The title is because there's humor infused in every aspect of my life, like the headache that I have with the unemployment office this week. We're not going to go there just yet, but (laughs) those are some of the things that come to mind when I think of my hilarious unemployment. Also, my dog's duking it out right now. It's like, do y'all not want me to be famous in my podcast? Do you not care about my audio? (laughs) But these are the things that happen in real life. We're dealing with a lot of balls. We're juggling a ton of things, but life must go on and we find humor in that. So before we get on a roll, here are some housekeeping items that I like to make you all aware of. Should you need captions for today's event, click the three dots at the top right of the event tab, and that will provide those captions to you. The first part of this event is audio only, but you are encouraged to contribute by using the reaction buttons. So you can click the heart, you can uh, can click a thumbs up. If you're feeling us, just let us know through those reactions. Around the 30 minute mark of our conversation, you will have the opportunity to chime in. So please do so by raising your hand and I can get you up on the stage to ask myself or my guest any questions. And last, but certainly not least, if y'all came here to hear us bash our last employers, this ain't that y'all, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> so without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to my very, very special guests this afternoon. No, they are not truly hilariously unemployed, 
But I do think you can glean a lot of knowledge from some of their past work history, some of the things they do now, and really just the power of storytelling can help people get through so many different things in their lives. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to my very special guest for this afternoon. Today, I am joined by a boss who enters spaces with the most poise and grace, with the most impeccably laid hair that I've ever seen, never strand out of place. Shatoria Daniels is a speaker, NAAEI faculty, that means she's an educator for the National Apartment Association, a DEI advocate, and an area vice president for RAM Partners. Also joining us today is my treacherous little twin, and you know that we're locked in. I'm the small one, she's the tall one. I'm so proud to call her my friend. Ty Jackson, who is a motivational public speaker, NAAEI faculty, Talking with Ty podcast host, real estate executive broker, and Arkansas Apartment Association executive. She got jobs on jobs on jobs on jobs, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Shatoria and Ty. Please tell the people hello. <laughs> Hi. Thank you so much, Dana. Of course, I am over here laughing. I am hilariously employed at the moment, but it is still a lot of funny things that go on. Correct. And if you would see my hair right now, you would not think there's a strand in place. They are all out of place. Oh. So glad we're not on camera. Okay, so. well, when I see you, it's always right. <laughs> She got that good hair. That hair is always <laughs> laid. She told me, she said, you know, I haven't trained. I said, okay, well, I love that for you. Sorry, if I had your hair, girl, I would do this and that. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hair. But Dana, I am so amazed to be here. And I really appreciate you sharing your platform and your network of people with me today. And uh, just ready to have the conversation and laugh with you because like you said, you are my treacherous little twin. And when we get together, it's always an amazing time of being motivational, but a whole lot of laughs in the process. Thank you so much, my good, good friend there. Okay, y'all. So before I dive in with the questions for my guests, I do want to give y'all a little report. So, you know, last week we had Dijanae Robinson, MBA, BA in the house. And she called me yesterday when I was on my way to buy a part for my car because my radiator decided it didn't want to radiate anymore. And she called me and let me know that somebody actually reached out to her with an opportunity. So, we're doing the work here. We're doing the work here and it is paying off for us. I was so very, very excited to hear that because my ultimate goal is to get somebody interviewed or hired. All right, so enough on that. Let's get into it with Ty and Shatoria. Let's start by exploring your career origin stories. Ty told me a little bit about how she got her start. So Shatoria, I actually wanna throw it to you. When you first met Ty Jackson, where was that? What happened? And how did she uh, get introduced to the multifamily industry? And then Ty, of course, I want to hear it from your perspective and what your thoughts were when you first met Shatoria. Well, you know, when Ty walks into a room, she commands the attention of everyone. And that's exactly what she did. I met her at a trade show. I think it was at the convention center. I'm not sure. Uh, but I mean, it was truly, truly busy, and this tall, beautiful, melanated woman with this orange dress and fabulous shoes that look like she stood about six feet tall come walking through. <laughs> and we were like, who is that? Um, 
I want to say she was already in the industry. She was coming back home. She was coming, I think, coming back from Memphis or Tennessee. Don't quote me if I'm wrong. Forgive me. And um, she walked up to the Arkansas Apartment Association table. We were actually there um, for the association, just trying to build um, a database of applicants. And she told us her story and that she was looking and she sold herself. And I said, I don't have a job for you. But the lady that was beside me was actually hiring within her management company and they end up working together. So um, Kai has always been a force to be reckoned with. It is not new. She is true to this. <laughs> so that's how we were introduced. Um, and then we just um, kept in touch, you know, throughout. And then when she really started becoming active with the association, um, we started, you know, migrating in the same circles. And um, just, I would say, maybe over the past six or seven years, uh, we really started clicking on more intimate level. Um, I see her not just as a fellow um, person in the industry, but like a true, true friend. She's definitely the one that um, I need a ride or die. She's on the team. And that's that's my Ty Jackson story. Well, I love to hear that, Shatoria. And we know Ty does make an entrance, child. She for sure does. So Ty, we're talking to people who are hilariously unemployed. So let's lean into that a little bit. What is that first impression and that entrance supposed to be like? And how um, can we support them and getting getting the looks together and getting themselves ready to engage and prepare themselves for their next opportunity when they walk into a room and they don't even know that opportunity is there? Well, first and foremost, I just want to thank Shatoria and let the people know I totally agree with everything she just said about me. So, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree with all of it. So thanks a lot for that, Shatoria. And like, she's right on there. But to answer your question, Dana, I think, and, and I, what I want people to know about me, though, is people see me and they do, you know, you're so confident and this and that, but I'm just as nervous as everybody else is when I get on stage. Mm. Um, I'm just as nervous when I show up for a job interview, no matter how I'm prepared, but I'm still nervous. I'm still second guessing myself. I'm still questioning my value when I'm negotiating my salary. So that is perfectly normal to feel like that. Don't ever look at me and feel like, or anybody else in this industry and you know, like, well, when they do it, own who you are, be authentic to who you are as a person, be true to who you are, know the value that you bring to the situation. I feel like I do dress up because I feel like when you look good, you feel good. You know, there's something about putting on a dress or a suit for my men that's out there. And I'm talking about it is fitting scored to every <laughs> curve that God gave you. And it just hits right on you. The color is vibrant. Like everything is rocking. And you you find yourself, you standing in front of the mirror, you dancing, you feel great. And you're ready to go out there and ready to conquer the day. So when I'm walking into a room or a job interview, or a place where I don't know anybody, fashion is global. Mm -hmm. We all connect through a compliment. And that has been my thing. And it worked for me when I was a sales rep too. And when I would go out on property, I always noticed things about the property manager. If you cut your hair, you lose weight, you get a new suit. You, I noticed it. Mm -hmm. People like to be complimented and you feel good about yourself. So I exude that confidence and it starts with how I prepare myself to look for the day. Hmm. Yeah, I know she's my twin because we will gobble up a compliment. We love one of those, okay? 
<laughs> Don't get us together and we both look good. We're going to dance. We're going to clap. We're going to throw our hands back. We're going to spin around for you so you can check the whole thing out. <laughs> and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to go back. Shatoria and I had just a quick chat before we actually went live. So, Shatoria. I know you are Miss Boss Lady and you are very well employed now, but can you tell us about a time when you were hilariously unemployed, what that was like for you and just your path and how you got out of that situation? Provide some encouragement for those of us who are seeking opportunities. Well, yes. Um, don't let that AVP roll on that um, profile fool you. I've had my struggles just like everyone else. It could be unemployment or, you know, just not liking where you're at. But I did have a situation. I want to say it was in the year, it's been a few years ago, but um, I was laid off from a management company because they were changing over um, from one management company to another. And I decided I did not want to continue with the new company, not knowing that simultaneously my husband was actually being um, um, furloughed by mm -hmm. the government. So I came in, told him what happened, and he looked at me and was like, well, um, we both are unemployed. <laughs> so mm -hmm. uh, with a three-year-old, wow. no less. Um, so, you know, panic definitely ensued at that moment. Um, but I had to step back because there was a reason why I wouldn't take the job with the new management company, mm -hmm. because it's not always about a salary. And um, during those few months of looking for a position, I realized that the money is okay, but what does my peace look like? What does my home life look like? And um, during the time of looking, I was able to reset myself personally and professionally. Um, I definitely, you know, I hit the ground running. I gave myself two days to have that pity party. And I said, now let's figure this thing out. And um, I was unemployed for about three and a half months. Mm -hmm. um, and I put myself out there so far to where I had several offers. So I didn't just hone in on that one job. Like, oh, I really want this position. Um, I always made sure that I kept my mind and my heart and my pathway and not having tunnel vision saying, okay, if it's for me, let it be for me. And then if the door needs to close, seal it up so tight that I don't have any reason to doubt that that was not for me. And um, God has a sense of humor because he was like, let's see which door you walk into. I'm going to give you three. And I had three offers that um, they were all appealing. And guess what? I chose the wrong one. <laughs> um, went there, had a great team, but it just was not vibing. And um, decided to put my feelers out there again. And I ended up working for MAA. And that was one of the best situations for me. I was able to get myself together, um, get my flow back, get my confidence back. And um, that company also supported me when my husband deployed, you know, about a year later. So um, it it worked out, but, you know, I had to make sure I remained steadfast and I had to make sure that I did not um, waver too much because when you waver and you become really, really anxious, then you do make the wrong decision. And then you end up going back to look or, you know, you're just so unhappy that your higher ups realize it and then you're terminated. So you have to make sure that you are in the great head space and heart space before you can enter anything and especially in employment.
Mm. So that's my spiel. Shatoria, you gave a lot of gems right there, the right headspace and heart space. And I love that you were so real and saying, yeah, when I first uh, chose one of those doors, it was the wrong one. I think a lot Mm -hmm. of us have that fear of, hey, I got to go and I got to go right now and I got to take whatever comes my way. And we may make that wrong decision, but we don't have to stay in that wrong decision. We have options. We can explore other avenues. So thank you so much for sharing that. That that was a testimony. And I think that others will definitely find value in that. Myself, I I am like, hey, I don't know that I want to take anybody's job right now because I want opportunities and my opportunities may not always align with someone's organization or being in the seat of an employee. They may just be me doing a million different things, a million different ways and creating a community like what we have here today. So thank you so much for sharing your story with Hilarious Unemployment. Now, Ty, come on and give us some. I know you have been hilariously unemployed. Well, I feel like you've always had many jobs, but I know that there have been times where either you were somewhere that just was not aligned with your passion or you felt like you needed to make a change. So can you talk us through that? Definitely. Um, there, you know what? I have many jobs now because there was a time when I was hilariously unemployed mm. and I knew that I had to put some things in place so that wouldn't happen to me anymore. Uh, my time and my story goes back to a management company here that I worked for and luxury property cash floated, turned it around. And when I did that, they realized in the budget, the salary that they were giving me and that was no longer feasible for them. So I was laid off because of that. And I lived on site at this point. So not only was I working there, but my place of shelter was attached to it too. Mm. So I advise anybody that's out there in this industry, don't live on site, okay? It just, it adds an extra layer of stress to it. And I know a lot of people like to come, I mean, you do what works for you during that point in your life because sometimes we're leasing or we're moving to a a new place and it just makes sense for you but always have the goal to not have that attachment. Um, When that happened to me though, I went to real estate school. And as you guys can see now, I'm a real estate broker. Um, One of the things that worked for me in this industry that I always tell people is don't be flexible. Don't get so rigid of thinking that you have to follow a path of leasing professional, assistant manager, property manager, regional, unless that's the path that you truly wanna go in. But the skills that we learn on property, you can do a lot of things. When you think about all the things and all the skills, we really run a multi-million dollar asset for somebody when we're on site. And when you think about all the components in other areas that you could go into or doing your own thing, a lot of supplier partners, unless you have your big Sharon Williams or um, Chadwell Supply, but some of these companies, like we have Sororia on here with VLS Waste, people start their own companies where there is a need is create a business for it. And so I think if I were ever, now I am a contracted employee for all the things that I do for the association from my speaking business to me being the AE of Arkansas, but I made it all work for me. And so now I create a space where I can have the freedom I can do the things that I love to do because I can't see me sitting on site no more. That's just not my thing, but I love the multifamily industry. So I say to my people out there that are unemployed, maybe instead of doing the resumes and being exhausted, looking for a new job, 
maybe create something for you or have a conversation with that owner or that person you know in the industry and an idea that you have in your head and maybe get them to create a situation for you. I know that's one of the things that Melissa talked about is when a company will create, and I know Zumper did that for you, Dana, mm -hmm. you know, when they created that position, but mm -hmm. have the conversations and last but not least, stop thinking you can just find a job at home. A lot of us want to see I, I'm an 80s baby, so way before the day. So maybe that's what it is. It's because I'm an 80s baby when you had to really go in places and fill out applications and meet people. Now everybody want to sit at home on LinkedIn and find a job. And that's cool, but I'm telling you, relationships matter. And especially in the multifamily industry, first impressions last a lifetime in this industry. Put on your best suit and your pearls. <laughs> go out there with your resume. Scout out the properties that you want to work at and go take them a little trinket with your name attached to it. Stand out from the crowd because a lot of resumes are coming through. And if you ain't got no resume friendly name, I'm sad to say, you might not even get no call back. That's why I go by Ty. Like, I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret and you heard it first on Hilariously Unemployed. My first name is Ty Shan. Mm -hmm. But I go by Ty because when I started working for Finder and I was an outside sales rep, Ty Shan is clearly a black woman all day long. Mm -hmm. But Ty is anybody. Mm -hmm. And I was cold calling via email and I was sending my resume out and Ty was getting picked up faster because Ty could be a man or a woman. Ty could be of any nationality. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the things I had to get creative, I guess I would say, in order for me to create the life that I do have now and be happy with my career. Look at that. You know, a DEI advocate is going to bring up some of those biases, child, okay? In every conversation, in every space we walk in, that DEI exudes through us. So Ty is talking about name bias. And if the audience is unfamiliar with that, it's the preference that people have for more Anglo-sounding names. So Ty and several of my other friends, me, my name kind of slides, but several of my other friends will drop a letter, drop the love, and just go by the Tasha or use their middle name or just put the first letter of their name and their, their last name, T.Smith. So these are some obstacles to employment that those of us who are already marginalized can face. So that is actually great advice that Ty has shared with you all. She also said, go out and get it. I want to lean into that and that relationship building aspect, because this is not just a multifamily show where we're just going to properties to get our next role. I want anyone who's seeking an opportunity to think of your next opportunity. What is your calling card? How are you showing up? And how are you starting to build those relationships? So Shatoria, back to you. I know that you see a lot of resumes. You do a lot of hiring. Can you talk to us about the thought process you have when looking to get people into roles and what it would mean for you to have someone actually show up in, in the present instead of just sending that email or reaching out to you via LinkedIn? Well, I have a great story behind that, and a young lady right now is listening to us. Um, her name is Ashley, mm -hmm. and um, I was at a property looking for a leasing professional, and she walked in my door, literally. Mm -hmm. Came in with her four-inch black stiletto heels, Come on, Ashley. Um, dressed super cute, and um, she said, are you hiring? And I just looked at her, and I was like, I am. And I was like, if you're bold enough to walk in the door, I, I'm going to take time out right now for what I'm doing and interview her. Wow. And 
that was one of, she is one of my best hires I've ever had. Mm. I have moved her with me with two companies. Mm. So, um, and found her a space when, um, whenever I moved, I was, you know, the first time I moved, um, I told them I have someone to come with me. And if I can't, if she can't go, I can't go. So we, we worked that out. And, um, and then now she is one of my leasing managers for one of my properties. I got there, um, in early March and I had her hired before April 1st. <laughs> so, um, she's fabulous in all things, but I would have never really gave her a second thought because she didn't have experience. She had great customer service, but she didn't have any experience. And, you know, we lean into the ones that have the experience first. Mm -hmm. So um, for her to just walk in the door, she made me notice her. So the relationship building is definitely um, one of those things that, you know, it does pay off. So, you know, go and visit, you know, go to those job fairs, um, you know, just make it work. Whatever you can do, show up. It, it makes a, a big difference. Okay, so what you're telling me is I need to put on my four-inch black stilettos and go walking up in some of these places <laughs> and letting them know who Absolutely. I am, like Miss Ashley did, because she got a job for life now. Side to side. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, Shatari, are you actually speaking to sponsorship, allyship, advocacy? If I'm going, she's coming with me. That's a true relationship that was built off of Ashley's first impression. So a first impression can last a lifetime, literally. Really, I got I got to start showing up. Let me I got I got to get myself together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ty, back to you. You are a serial entrepreneur, but for some of us, like myself, who's kind of pivoting into this. Okay, now I'm a brand. Now I'm doing all of these things, and it doesn't fall under the title of employee. There's I am the boss, right? <laughs> Tell, it's, it's very nerve wracking and it makes me sometimes anxious and, you know, I'll call you or I'll talk like all of these things are happening and you'd be like, it's supposed to, it's supposed to, but give us a word about how we can start shaping what direction we want to go into if entrepreneurship is truly something that we want. You know what, when I'm talking to people about uh, leaning into the things that they want to do as far as entrepreneurship goes, I always leave with the question of what would you do for free? Mm. What would you do if money wasn't the problem? Mm -hmm. Because if you chase what you love, you will attract the money. The money will come. I do things that it's bigger than me. So it's about the people that I impact. I loved being a leasing professional because I think I said on the call yesterday, Nobody wakes up and say, I'm going to find an apartment today. I'm moving. Mm -hmm. Something happens in their life that changes and it causes them to move. And if you can get the story behind the move, you necessarily you can get the lease. Mm -hmm. And that's always worked for me. Real estate, the same thing. I'm helping people that are first time home buyers, sometimes that are my mom's age or people that are breaking generational curses because they the first person in their family to ever have ownership mm -hmm. or helping an investor build a portfolio. But it's, it's about the people. And so I lean into things that make me feel good and therefore I don't mind doing them because the passion burns out in entrepreneurship. We are all fired up in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yes, it's gone. And then all of a sudden that emotion is gone. Mm -hmm. And you still got to work through it. So it's got to be bigger than you for you to even continue to do it. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's just like having a cleaning service. We'll we'll even go there as to having a cleaning service. There is an art to cleaning. Yes. You have to love to, to like to really be a cleaning company. There is an art to that. So you gotta lean into the things that make you feel good. If you're good at it and it makes you feel good and you can service people and solve a problem by doing it, that is your business mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. And so that's just, that's how I tailor my businesses and I'm able to be, and if you see all of my entrepreneurial stuff, it kind of all go in line with each other though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Thank you for that. As a person who is so passionate about this, this podcast space and this hilariously unemployed thing, when it first came about, I really, I had the idea and I really didn't know and I did it and it felt like Cinderella's glass slipper going on this is the right place. I'm in the right space. And somebody somewhere is going to get interviewed or an opportunity from this. So I'm so, so thankful and grateful that you said those things, Ty, when it is truly your passion and you will do it without, for our, without the money because nobody's paying me for this. But if somebody wants to sponsor the hilariously unemployed, okay. Or even send your girl some Dunkin' Donuts so she can keep moving. We are available to do so. We will do a cute little commercial break for you when we put it in a podcast format. But it's something that I'm truly so passionate about that I can't wait until Friday. I'm like, okay, it's Friday. We're going live. I got I'm I'm in pre-production. I'm gonna be putting it out on these platforms. So just to be able to have started something like this three weeks ago and now be on a call with you saying, hey, if, if you're doing something that you love, it's gonna feel right. And and that's without the money. You are so right about that, Ty. And thank you so much. Um, I'd like to just toss this question out there because I know both of you are speakers. Can you talk to us about the gift of words and effective communication, whether that be written or verbal? Can you share any instances where the power of your words really played a significant role in advancing your career? And I know as speakers, y'all have some stories. So I'll let either one of you chime in here. You want to start, Shatoria? Oh, that's a big one. Um, <laughs> well, I would say just this last um, position that I was um, blessed with, this was the first, and I've spoken with this with Ty, this was the first time that I did not let the company lead the conversation so much. You know, I, I yes, I applied for the position, I interviewed for it, but I felt like I belonged and I knew that I had a seat at that table. Mm. So I, it was okay to ask for what I wanted. And because I, I think because the confidence was there and I was able to use past experiences where I know I did not express myself like I should have, you know, because especially being um, a black woman, there's times to where for me that, you know, I'm like, okay, as long as I get the job, I can prove myself. You know, like, just give me the position, I can do it. Um, And I had to switch my way of thinking over the past few years of, like, I'm here to give them me. I'm good enough. Mm. And I just, but they don't know that yet. So I have to communicate that with them versus, you know, being the one, oh, I'm looking for the job. No, you're looking for me. Because the job is already out there, right? So you're looking for me. So I had to learn how to communicate that effectively, but still not coming off, you know, the first thing they love to say is you're cocky, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So finding that, that happy medium and making sure that 
Um, yes, even with my resume, I did have a um, company to create my resume mm -hmm. the last time mm -hmm. um, to make sure it was done just so to where it was communicating it would not um, giving too much to where you need to continue to have the conversation with, me, you know, like to build that, that piece up with it. And then just making sure that um, when it is time to have the verbal conversation that um, I'm comfortable in my own skin to do so. But it also goes back to what Ty was saying about um, your attire. Yes, I need to look good, but I need to feel comfortable in it as well. Right. Because the first thing that you do is when you're speaking and you're sitting in some in a space with someone or standing, you don't need to fidget because there you look nervous. You look like you're not ready. So you have to make sure you have all those pieces together. So it starts with the verbal and making sure you're putting yourself out there professionally, but confidently. And then, you know, bringing it on home when it's time to meet in person. Um, so it had it really did show up well for mm -hmm. me this last time um, and Ram accepted me and they gave me a package that um, I had to ask them, are you, are you sure they gave, this was the right person you need to send this to? <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? Um, and it actually brought tears to my eyes. Cause I was like, wow, you know, this is one of the first times that I felt completely seen mm. for everything that I had worked for. You know, it took 18 years to do that. So um, just, just just walk into the room. You are there for a reason. You have a seat at the table. It's there. It's just you got to show up for it. Wow. Um, I think the title of this episode will be You Are Looking For Me. Okay? <laughs> like, I'm not looking for the job. You looking for me. I got everything you need, baby. I'm coming with it. Okay? Overqualified, certified. Now hand me my employment package. Thank you so much for that, Shatoria. That <laughs> I gotta let y'all know if it's an opportunity out there, you looking for me. I'm right here. <laughs> here I go. Here I go. Yes, ma'am. It's yours. Go ahead, Ty. Come on, give us the word. I'm flying I mean, I don't know if there's anything else to say because I dropped the microphone when Shatoria left off the stage. Like. I mean, just to piggyback off of that, I will say that's where my words are the most powerful when you're negotiating, um, when you are presenting yourself to a company to work for them, just knowing your value and believing in yourself. A lot of us have been through, a lot of us that we talk to in this industry, we all started as leasing professionals. We've been the assistant, we've been this, we've been that. But then when it gets to an upper role, it's like, well, I don't know, or what you think I should ask for, or what you know. Mm -hmm. I, you would be sorry if you are a company out there and you don't get you a Ty Jax mm. to work. Mm. And that's the way when I, I'm a contracted employee for the state of Arkansas. And the moment that they don't know my value, I won't be here. Because I do bring a lot to the table. Mm -hmm. And I know what I do, but I also, now, if you're going to talk the talk, you got to walk the walk, though, when you get the job, though, now, people. Mm -hmm. You can't, can't talk the talk, now. <laughs> you don't want to walk. Now, I didn't say do that. You got to back I, it on up. <laughs> there you go. You got to back it up. Because, but I also over-service the people that I work for, too. Mm -hmm. And I put my my money where my mouth is. Like I, I, I show up and I show out for you too. And you know that you took a good chance on me. The first time in my career that that ever happened. And I always pay homage to Michelle Childers and Marsha Bollinger at Apartment Binder. Mm -hmm. That was the first time I worked for a company that saw me. So with, you know, Shatoria's example with Ram, 
the first time that she was able to stand up to know who she was and present it to them, it actually took a company out there to see me mm -hmm. and make me have that confidence. And, and I always walked in it, but there's been times where I remember at one company with my natural hair, the lady told me it looked like I stuck my finger in a sock. I had a blowout. Yeah. yeah microaggressions at its best. Mm. Um, I permed my hair wow. behind it. Wow. Yeah. Or that my, my look was too exotic. Mm. And, and back then, this was years ago, back then we wasn't talking about D and I, we weren't talking about microaggressions and unconscious bias. So I didn't know that her saying that I, my look looked exotic. I knew it wasn't something that made me feel good, mm -hmm. but I didn't know at that time that it was a microaggression because that wasn't something that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. So just being powerful with your words and it's a difference between being cocky and knowing your value, but it's okay. People want us to dim ourselves and not understand the value that we bring. Yeah. And I was the same way where I'll get in here and I'll prove it to them. Mm -hmm. I ain't proving nothing to nobody. <laughs> Honey, the only thing I am clearing up is if somebody thinks Shatoria from Pine Bluff, usually my friends say, is if I'm from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm clearing up. Okay, I'm not clearing up nothing. I'm not proving nothing. If you can't see it when you see me, if you can't check my credentials, the girl told me the other day she Googled me. I was like, well, what is that, girl? <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming up. She was like, well, that's how I know you be teaching. I'm like, well, we say all that. So, Come on, SEO, SEM, <laughs> Google Analytics. So, I mean, words, words matter. And saying the right words and you know, chat GBT is a friend of all of ours. Mm. Sometimes write it down, type it out and put it in there. Mm -hmm. And it'll it may it will feed you back some stuff, girl. You'll be like, whoa. <laughs> so just, you know, making sure that you're using the right words when you are negotiating and you know, letting people know that you're open, but this is what you're asking for and starting on the high spectrum. I know we're not talking about uh salary quite yet, but you know, words matter in all when you're looking for employment. Mm-hmm. In the words of our good sis, Aishia Shepherd, who I see in the audience, humble for what? Like mm -hmm. when you are showing up to seek your opportunity, that's your time to brag. I am disqualified. I have this education. I bring this to the table. This is the knowledge that I will share. These are the spaces that I cultivate. And this is what you're getting when you bring a Dana Duckworth, a Jatoria Daniels, or a Ty Jackson into the place. And although I do not have an opportunity as an employee, best believe I know my value. So when it's time and it's the right one, they're going to know exactly who it is that I am. Let's talk about personal branding, y'all, because I feel like personal branding has brought a lot of things our way. Like I'm speaking, I'm on a radio show, it's the podcast, it's a lot of things. Ty, Shatoria, you're everywhere, you're doing all of the things. Please give our hilariously unemployed people a word on personal branding and how important that is when you are looking for your next role. I will say that personal branding is super important because we live in an age now where, like I told you just then, somebody said they Googled me. Mm -hmm. When you leave out, it, when I was in the position, well, I still hire people. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, on, I'm on your social media. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to see, and if you tell me I go to somebody and I say I'm a speaker, and then they look on all my platforms and my branding and there's nothing about speaking, then how can I back that up? As James would say, where is your receipts? 
Yeah. So with your personal branding, um, you know, you hear people on social media, well, it's my personal page. Once you put anything about your company or what you do on that personal page, it is now your brand. Mm -hmm. You are your walking brand and it's at all times. So when you're at that, you know, even like I, you see people come to after work events. And sometimes I always wonder, do they realize that you steal your brand then? Mm -hmm. You sleep, you eat, you walk your brand. You are your brand. So there's not a turn on and a turn off time, especially in entrepreneurship or anything that you say you are. You know, I know Ashia's brand is the joyful leader. Mm -hmm. And I can tell y'all from a person who has waken up and went to bed in the same house with this woman, <laughs> this is Yes. She is the joyful leader. When me and her wake up and we work out at six in the morning, if I'm not woke, she texting me. She got two bottles of water. She got a big smile on her face. She is ready and she already happy in that moment. When it's time to go to bed at night, when stressful situations come, she's still joyful in that moment. You can't turn your brand off mm -hmm. before it to be believable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to, you got to exude the brand that you are. So, I just be me and I try to be me. I, I'm in every space. I'm Ty Jackson LLC and that's why I am because I, I'm multifaceted and I have a lot of things, but Ty is who I am and that's who I sell to people because that's my secret sauce. Yeah. And that can go with you anywhere. That doesn't just stay with one employer. That's coming yeah. with me in whatever space I grace. My personal brand is You don't right want there. to introduce yourself as being an industry. You want to introduce yourself as being a person with your brand. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to be Ty Jackson, the multifamily girl, because I am in multifamily, but that's not all. Correct. There's a lot of pieces to me. So I'm just Ty Jackson. And these are the things that I do. These are the services that I provide. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for that, Ty. As a former introvert, I know a person who's a speaker and a podcaster doesn't really align. I say a former, okay. It's been some time. I've been walking in my ability to share more about my, my real, like my everyday personality quirks and kinks with people. And if you follow me on social media, then you'll see some of those things. And it's like, it lends itself to its brand and it's so natural. I just was always so introverted that that part came a lot later in my brand. So yes, I'm going to show you where I'm speaking. I'm going to give it to you while I'm speaking, but you want to see me at my house and what I'm doing while I'm hilariously unemployed, while I'm over here and I'm sucking down Dunkin' Donuts and I'm hacking away at this computer trying to make something shake. And let's talk about that. So that too is a part of my brand and I'm no longer hiding it, y'all. Sometimes it's organized chaos and sometimes it's just chaos. But that's who Speak Up Dana is. And that's who you get when you rock with me. All right. If you all have any questions, you can go ahead and start to raise your hands and we will get you up on stage. I want to toss back to you, Shatoria. Should there be anyone here that is seeking an opportunity? I want to ask if you actually have any open roles or any opportunities that you're aware of that you'd like to speak to today. Um, Ram Partners is always hiring. Hmm. I'm one of the best management companies you ever want to deal with. Um, we have 70,000 units um, at this point. Yeah. So we are always taking over new properties. So definitely go on our page, um, just brandpartnersllc.com. Um, take a look. We have from 
folks that do marketing and social media to, um, you know, folks on site. So mm -hmm. um, definitely check us out. Um, I don't have anything right now locally. Okay. Um, well, no, I take that back. I am looking for a property manager um, at a new site that we're taking over. So um, if anybody out there want to manage in Little Rock, Arkansas, reach out to me. Um, I definitely have a position, but now um, my management company is a wonderful company. I always have positions. So definitely take a look at that. Can you tell us where your management company is located as far as where additional roles will be outside of where you are? Oh, we're all over the country. We are all over the country. So um, we have properties from Texas, Arizona. Mm -hmm. um, our base is in Atlanta, mm -hmm. but um, we have properties all over. So um, it's just exploring in which area you want to be in. Okay, awesome. Y'all hear that. Okay, hilariously unemployed audience. We're not just talking about regional. We're talking about national locations. So if you are someone, even if you're not in property management, looking for a career that can really go the distance because that's how literally all three of us are here. Although we do things in different industries, that's truly where we got our start. Then listen to Shashoria when she says that my company is a good company. Y'all heard how she said she was about to cry when they gave her that package, child. So definitely go, go to the Ram Partners website if you are seeking an opportunity, if you're looking to get into our industry, or if you have that experience, your next opportunity could be right there. And now you know Shatoria through listening to her story. So hopefully that helps you along your way. Ty Jackson, are there any roles where you are that you'd like to speak to? There are, you know what, I continuously, what I encourage people to do is to send me your resume, mm -hmm. send it to ty, T-Y, at aaa-hq.org. Um, I am definitely a matchmaker. Usually a lot of people, when they come into the state of Arkansas, they start out with the association mm -hmm. where they're looking to fill positions. And some of these companies, although they're looking in Arkansas, they do have portfolios that span across the nation. So I'm always trying to connect good people in this industry. If anybody out there, if people here will definitely tell you, I am always sending a resume to somebody, always helping them get a job. I, I, my barista at Starbucks, you can't give me no good customer service somewhere, honey. If I go through Chick-fil-A and you're too nice, I am trying to recruit you to the apartment industry. Can you come work with us? You would love it. So just send it to me and anything that I can help anybody do, whether it's uh, mentoring and bouncing things off of each other. Cause sometimes you just need somebody to talk to Yeah. Uh, when we're negotiating salary. Sometimes you need somebody that's been in that position before that's willing to share the information. So any information that I do have personally, I'm always willing to share. And one of the things Dana, that I did want to touch on, you know, we talked about going out seeking employment, but I know Shatoria brought up, the job fair and mm -hmm. she's exactly right that's where i met them at and i was going with a friend to the job fair because i actually had a job already mm. and i saw the arkansas apartment association and i had worked for the association before in memphis but if you are in the multifamily industry go take part of things with the apartment association come out network get to know people because the best jobs that are out there i'm telling y'all they are not the ones that's on indeed that drink, that job that you pray about and you like, I wish if this job could take this component with this, this, and that, that would be my dream job. If that job is out there, it's usually not on Indeed. When I became a supplier in this industry, that apartment finder job was not listed. Mm -hmm. My finder rep asked me to go to dinner with her and her boss. And I just thought I was going to dinner with them. 
and dinner turned out to an opportunity where I moved to a whole nother state, a person who had never been a supplier before, and they trusted me with, uh, with three territories. And I won rookie of the year my first year with them. So, and I, I've never looked back in my career since then, but there, and since then I've been invited to work at jobs. Mm. So the best jobs, they are not the ones that you're applying for. They are the ones that you have a connection with somebody because this employment game is like a contact sport. Mm-hmm. It all depends on the next person that you touch. Yes. Thank you for that. You have to be open open to network, open to receive, open to have the conversation, open to hear people out, open to be a friend. You never know. I mean, there's so many amazing people that have showed up in my community that had I not had a touch point with them a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, kept in contact, I would not be Uh, receiving some of the amazing opportunities that I receive. And I also wouldn't have that community around me to support me and say, hey, girl, you got this. And we pulling up to the audio event. I see y'all in the audience. So thank you to my sister circle and my friends. I truly appreciate you for always, always looking out for me. And I will continue to do the same for you. All right, y'all, do y'all have any questions? If so, please raise your hand. I will get you up onto the stage so that you can talk to myself, Shatoria, Ty Jackson. Okay, Shannon, coming in hot. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Get on up here. Come on down. Go ahead and um, unmute yourself, Shannon, and join us. Hello. Hi, how are y'all? Very well. How are you? Good. I don't really have a question, but I just wanted to say thank you. Um, I was invited today to listen to this from, um, I'm going to say a friend at this moment, because I actually found myself um, unemployed this morning, Hmm. which was somewhat of a surprise to me, but I had a feeling it was coming. Um, And when I talked to this past co-worker this morning who I absolutely adore and love and she is on this call mm-hmm. um I told her what had happened and I said the only thing I could think to do was laugh <laughs> and she, yeah. said, she said what and I was like she said you have to you have to be on this call at three o'clock you have to listen to what these people are gonna say like these ladies are just they're insightful and you're gonna love it and just the fact that you said you laughed at the fact that you're now unemployed um like you have to go you have to listen and so much of what you all said today hit in my heart because I have been in the multifamily industry for less than 10 years, more than five years. Um, I'm a supplier vendor. I've been a supplier vendor um, the entire time. So I've never been on the management side of it. But multifamily holds a huge piece of my heart. It always has. It always will. And it continue. It will continue to hold a piece of my heart. But um, I found so much useful information from you ladies today. And I do appreciate it so much. Mm, Shannon, you gonna make uh-huh. speak up Dana be crying, Dana. Um, that's absolutely why why I'm here and why this has been on my heart to do because it's not just about me. I know a lot of other people are going through this. I know other people are hurting. I know other people have challenges with this. So if my experience or me sharing my platform or me just making you kiki on a Friday afternoon is going to help you in any way. That's really what I'm here to do as a servant. So thank you for that. This too shall pass, Shannon. 
you will find your next opportunity. It might be about to knock on your door. You do not know. I encourage you to go back and listen to episodes one and two of the Hilariously Unemployed, which are now podcasts and available on Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it, and YouTube. <laughs> I listened to two before this call. I did not listen to one, but that's what I'm going to do after this call. So. Well, look at you. Got a fan and a subscriber, y'all. Thank you so much. I appreciate you ladies so much. Thank you for today. You're so yes, welcome, Thank you for showing up for yourself. All right, y'all. If anybody has any other follow-up questions, raise your hand. I'll get you up on stage. But before that, I want to go ahead and give both Ty and Shatoria the floor. Uh, if anybody has an opportunity, although Ty has 5011 jobs, um, if anybody has any opportunities out there that are uh, fitting of your skill set, and if that job is for you, if that speaking engagement is for you, I'd like for both you and Satoria to tell the people where they can find you, where they can follow you. Ty, please plug that podcast you have, which is absolutely amazing. This is your time to get your brag on. Humble for what? Humble for what, as Dana would say. Yeah, so... Uh, Ty Jackson, I am motivational and NAAEI faculty, so I'm a speaker out there, guys. If you hear of any company, association, in multifamily or out that is looking for a speaker, right now I am on this DE&I. I, I try not to just get on that train and stay on it, guys, but I'm so passionate about it that I'm finding out the more and more that I go out and I seek exposure on this topic, this is just my topic. So there is a way that I'm able to not only give information, but give a transformation when I'm talking to people about the subject. As Dana said, I do have a podcast talking with Ty. This is a live unscripted podcast that happens every Tuesday at 12 Central. Um, Tony Sosa, he was the last person that I interviewed. There's a clip out there with him. Alice Jackie before him, Melissa and James Campbell. And next up is Stephanie Anderson. And then after that, I think Dana Duckworth. Oh, Marcy French. We will be doing an exclusive with her oh, yes. on her trip that she just had to Africa. So I have a lot, 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 lot going on. If you, um, like I said, if there's anything out there that I can do for you, I also serve on committees with NAA. So I'm all over the place, y'all. But this is me. This is my life. And, um... This is Ty Jackson. Drop that email on those socials for the people, Ty. Oh, yeah. So Ty Jackson on all platforms is just, I'm just Ty Jackson. On LinkedIn, I'm Ty Jackson on Facebook. On Instagram, I am FlyTy4.0 because that is my fashion page. <laughs> um, I love all things fashion for those who don't know me. As I said, talking with Ty, you can catch that on LinkedIn Live, on Facebook Live, or you can catch it on our YouTube channel. If you would like to be on my podcast, mm -hmm. I would love to have a discovery call with you to see if your message is in alignment with the people that are um, listening in my audience. So just reach out to me, hit me up, slide into my DM, as the young people would say, <laughs> and let's connect. And if there's anything out there that I can come on your network, I'm looking for exposure. So any way that we can partnership, just reach out to me on here, send me a message, and we'll set up a virtual copy and see what we can do from there. Thank you, Ty. Shatoria, let's go. Give it to them. Tell them where they can hunt you down and find you. So um, I'm on all social, Shatoria Daniels. I do not have a fashion fly page like Ty Jackson does. <laughs> uh, but 
<laughs> I try to stay fly in my own lane, um, but no, you can reach me and um, I have all the platforms, but yes, I do speak. I'm getting back into the game more heavily than I was before. Um, I'm more on the customer service um, aspect leadership in leasing. So if there is any company association or anyone that wants to have any kind of classes created for them, or I want to talk to me about what I've done in the past, please reach out. You can slide in my DM as well, but no, I am married. So you need to be respectful. <laughs> <Slide> correct. <laughs> I am not. So do what you will with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for coming to yet another episode of the Hilariously Unemployed, which is now a podcast. Follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, wherever it is that you get your podcast on, people. I have been Speak Up Dana. These have been my amazing guests. I'm so humbled and grateful yet again. Y'all saw fit to come and hang with me on a Friday. Have an amazing weekend, everyone, and we will see you back next Friday for the Hilariously Unemployed. Thank you so much.